0: It's time to join Montana's very own and your voice for agriculture, Talkin' Ag Lane Nordland for today's LaneCast. Hello everyone. It's time once again for the agriculture conversation here on the LaneCast. and as spring moves along and summer being not too far away, a lot of things are occurring out in the countryside. And of course, USDA is working on behalf of farmers and ranchers across the nation to make sure that they have everything that keeps them in business. And actually, joining us here on the podcast today is USDA's National Ag Statistics Services, Eric Sommer. Eric, you are in the Helena office with NAS. You oversee everything in Montana. How's your spring been going?
1: Well, it's been going pretty good so far, Lane. We've been been wet, been cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Actually, a little sunshine here at my house in Bozeman, Montana today. Happy to see that. Of course, uh, we all have concerns for everyone being impacted here in Montana and across the nation by all this severe flooding. Eric, uh, hold on with us. We're going to thank a quick sponsor of the podcast. But when we come back, let's talk more about all that NAS does and a few surveys that uh, producers will be participating here in the next few weeks. Uh, Hang on, we'll be right back right after this. As a Montana Farm Bureau member, you have access to a lot of valuable benefits. Now you can have your savings on the go with the Farm Bureau Member Benefits app. The app will show you where you can use your membership discounts with Granger, Case IH, Choice Hotels, John Deere, and more. Plus, with the app, your membership card is on your phone for easy access. It's free. Download the app today. Simply go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Farm Bureau Benefits app. Montana Farm Bureau. We care for the country. All right. Thank you to Farm Bureau for sponsoring today's podcast. And as we return back today, Eric Sommer with USDA's NAS Office, National Ag Statistics Service here in Montana, joins us. And with that, uh, uh, reading those weekly crop progress reports for the big sky state we finally see spring wheat catching up uh, almost to those levels on the five-year average they're not quite there but uh, what are some of those things you're hearing from producers out across the countryside Uh, whether it is maybe some damage to winter wheat uh, the the delays in in spring wheat planting and other crops that are folks are trying to get into the ground Uh, what's that overall tone i guess if we want to split up uh, the state into into sections
1: Well, we're, we're certainly, you know, behind our five-year average for, you know, with the the weather, it's kind of pushing guys back and they're kind of, they're not getting in the field as as much as they want to, Um, you know, with the weather kind of changing a little bit, they've been going, going uh, gangbusters and catching up. And uh, certainly, uh, you know, with, with the the wet spring, it, it really makes them optimistic on, on yields and, and, spring wheat quality and barley quality. And, and so, you know, it, as long as we get some, some warmer weather and get things moving along, I think we'll be, be in pretty good shape.
0: Now, on the national level uh, in this week's crop progress report numbers, uh, producers really in the Midwest, a lot of flooding. We, we've seen that on TV. And, of course, a, a lot of moisture that's come with that has really delayed planning. Um, and, uh, of course, we, we have a few soybean acres here in the state of Montana now. But uh, uh, only 30% of corn crops have been planted in the states of Indiana, Ohio, and South Dakota. And uh, that that's a pretty low number, while soybeans, only 29% of the national soybean crop has been planted compared to that five-year average of 66%. And, and I know you, you collect the numbers, but you hear a lot. Uh, what, what is USDA possibly predicting in, in the uh, the impact that this delay could have on those big Midwest crops like soybeans and corn?
1: Well, it's it's not... NASA's job to do any predictions and, and we just collect the data that the, the farmers give us and so um, you know we usually like if we have a delayed planning season like this we may go back out to certain areas certain states and do a we call it a, a, a resurvey and uh, so we'll do the June survey that we're, we're currently collecting the June acreage report right now and because of the delays we'll go back out in in july and see what the farmers actually did plant um what they actually lost and what you know kind of what they're thinking about their pre- prevented planting acreage and uh, you know montana's kind of on that walking that fine line whether we're going to have to be in that same sort of sample um and have to go back out and see some of the different producers again um but it, it kind of depends on how our June acreage numbers come in
0: now with that uh surveys are an important aspect for USDA and for our regional uh farmers and ranchers and determining uh, many factors in whether that is funding through USDA or just getting a an accurate sample of production in these uh, uh production areas as well but uh Uh, There's a few surveys uh, for livestock producers that are going to be coming up here in the next uh, few weeks. And, of course, uh, one of those is going to be here in the mountain region uh, for USDA. And, of course, that includes Montana, Wyoming, and and a few other states. But what is that uh, cattle? Can I call it a cattle inventory uh, uh, survey? Or or what's going to be going on here uh, that first part of July?
1: Right. That's that's the July cattle report and we are coming out to get inventory numbers and calf crop numbers, and it just kind of gives us a, a baseline to see how how uh, our cattle industry, um, wintered, I guess is the best uh, term to use, and uh, see how, how everybody's doing and see what how the winter affected us. Um, you know, certainly there's going to be a lot of eyes on that with all the flooding we had and in nebraska and south dakota and uh, so it's kind of it'll be a well looked at report that's for sure so what are some of the
0: decisions uh that usda will make from reports like this that impact uh uh, ranchers here in montana and across the west uh what what do these numbers impact when it comes to programs and funding that uh, farmers and ranchers uh can partake in
1: sure so uh NAS doesn't, is not a program agency, and, and so we provide unbiased numbers for um, programs um, like the LIP and uh, other FSA programs where they, where they do um, provide loss benefits. And so when our numbers are, when the NAS report comes out, then FSA takes those numbers and puts it into their formulas to determine what and who and which areas need help so it's very important that we get good good reports from producers um because that's that's the numbers that their their payments are based off of
0: so for maybe some of our listeners out there that may be contacted by nas in montana or in those other states here across the west uh what what will they how will they participate? Of course, uh, there, there's online, telephone, mail. Uh, what, what will that interaction be on surveys for maybe a producer that hasn't participated in a survey like this before? And uh, why, why do they need to participate in these important surveys?
1: So the, the biggest one that's going on right now is um, our June acreage report. And we coordinate different surveys. So if we know a producer has cattle, Um, or he has hogs we will try and do several surveys at one time and so what that means is that somebody will be out out and about visiting certain areas and they'll come to to the farm or ranch and have two or three surveys to ask them questions about and uh, you know usually they're pretty quick um we we try and train our our field people pretty well so they have a basic knowledge of agriculture. So, and we try and hire from agricultural communities. So, so we have some pretty good base, um, knowledge to work with. Um, and then we have phone, um, people that will call and do surveys over the phone and, uh, we train them as well. Uh, they call us wide and, and we have a call center in Montana, 150 people, um, workforce part-time and uh, so they have a pretty good knowledge of Montana agriculture in Montana uh, you know what's going on with the weather what's going on you know in our communities and then you can also go online if you don't want to don't want to talk to us on the phone or um, have somebody come out and visit you and then also uh, you can mail it back. We usually mail out surveys about a week before we start calling or visiting producers. Um, That way it gives the mail a chance to work and and get back to us. Sometimes that doesn't work with Montana and we know how the mail service is, you know, a little lag sometimes and it's not, you know, it's just because we're so rural and it's hard to get to sometimes.
0: Now, like the Census of Agriculture, if a producer received that survey, they were, were required by law to complete it. Are these surveys? Do they fall in that same uh, category?
1: No, the Census of Agriculture is kind of special. It's it's uh, a, a census that we do every five years, and it is required by law. Most of our surveys are voluntary, and uh, you know, Montana producers really. Are, are really good. They, they understand the, the importance and that it, it shares their story, shares the, you know, the shares Montana agriculture's you know, the quality of Montana agriculture it shows how, how well we're doing, um, how, or how poorly we're doing. It, it tells their story. And so, um, most of the time Montana producers are pretty good and they, they, uh, Know the importance. So,
0: just uh, maybe, just doubling back here to that uh, uh, cattle report that NAS will be conducting. Uh, I- any tips for producers when they get when they get those surveys, just to complete them as fast as possible, so uh, they don't need to be bothered uh, during the day uh, by by a phone call because I know we all get busy. But uh, I- any tips for producers when it comes to uh, uh, the importance of uh, filling out that survey? Oh
1: sure you know one of the tips i always tell my family when they they tell me that we call it the wrong time or we, we we call when they're busy is okay when it comes in the mail sit down and do it right then and and, and or as soon as you can you know and, and then set it by set it by your phone set it by you know put it in your pocket or whatever and and then when we call you you already have the numbers down and you don't have to go looking for it or put it right back in the mail um you know the the best thing is is to be to be as accurate as you can be and um you know we're not looking for for down to the the tenth you know on on certain things um you know if we're talking acreages we're not talking to the hundreds on on uh on yields you know just just good ballpark you know um it, course, the more accurate you are, the better the numbers are.
0: And with that, of course, uh, uh, for more information, Eric, where can producers go on on all that NAS provides uh, uh, producers here in Montana and across the nation?
1: You can go to www.nass.usda.gov.
0: Perfect. And Eric, anything else for for producers uh,
1: here today? I sure would like to thank everybody that uh, that I interact with, and all our producers that answer the surveys. Um, you know, you make make uh, my job enjoyable, and and uh, you telling your story.
0: Well, Eric, thank you f- for all that you do and helping keeping the uh, farmers and ranchers uh, going here and making sure uh, all the data is is in line. It's so important for for all the programs, the other programs and agencies that USDA administers to to help our rural communities and our farmers and ranchers out here in the West. Again, Eric Sommer with USDA's NAS office here in Montana. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. As he mentioned, more information can be found online for all that NAS provides and all that USDA provides, American agriculture. That'll do it for today's agriculture conversation. I'm Lane Nordland. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the LaneCast with Talkin' Ag, Lane Nordland. For more on Lane, check out his Facebook page, Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster and Nordland Communications.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the LaneCast on your Apple or Android devices. We look forward to joining you next time on the LaneCast.